You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton. Alongside me, as always, my tag team partner and during the pandemic, air quote, the Saturday, air quote, Saturday morning, Mr. Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, Roy. I, I, I'm glad um, the Tony Khan of this operation decided to move our our um, our signing up a couple weeks from, like, I don't know, to our all out. So, see, that's the thing. It's like sometimes you want to debut people, like, later to kind of space these things out. But when all out comes down, like, you know, you got to throw out the, the the Twitter, the Twitter post, hashtag all elite with our big signing. No, we're not talking about CM Punk. No, we're not even talking about one Brian Danielson. We're talking about the third member of the third, not, not Hulk Hogan, the third <laughs> member of the NWO himself. One Chris Stevens joins us once again. Mr. Stevens, how's it going, man? Hey, Chris. Hey, Roy and Chris. Thank you all for having me as always. And no leg drops coming. <laughs> no need for anybody to throw anything at the radio. Just some good sports talk, and I am glad to be here. We're here once and again. no, and, and no quote unquote travel issues yes. like Andrade and, and and um and the artist formerly known as Adrian Neville. Yes, yes, yes. Once again, we're going three wide here on one hundred six point five FM WPPM LP Philadelphia. Uh, Chris Stevens is going to join us for the next two weeks. Next week, we're actually. Um, we're actually going to re- be recording our show for next week um, after we do this show. So these two next two shows, Chris has graciously agreed to join us. I'm not sure he knows what he's in for because uh, we have a lot of stuff to get to over these next two shows. Of course, we have to talk about the drama in Philadelphia surrounding the local basketball team and one Benjamin F. Simmons and one Joel Embiid, who had a lot to, th- a lot to say earlier this week um, in response to the latest news regarding Ben Simmons. Of course, we also have to talk about the local football team, the 53-man roster is finally set for the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll talk about that, and we'll get into the latest NFL news as well, including the ramifications around the league of players choosing or doing the science. Or um, what was the what did Carson J. One say earlier this week? I'm, I'm, I'm what did he say? He said I'm still. Uh, he said he had a phrase. I forget what a phrase he was. He said he's um he's still doing basically doing the science uh, when it comes to it's a fluid situation. I'm sorry, it's a fluid situation. Uh, when it comes to studying studying the uh, the COVID vaccine, so oh we'll what talk his about um oh what hit oh what his injury status is fluid because uh, well, I'm pretty yeah. sure he's um he um I need the bingo the Carson Wentz bingo card for injuries because right like if you're like a Colts fan right and like I don't know like or just like could could you think of a worse way to ingratiate yourself to a fan base that like I don't know but by all accounts like. Is mild mannered, like I, I mean, like they don't get any, like they don't get our great reputations, like Eagles fans do. But like, I, I mean, even the most like reasonable Colts fan has to be like, "Gosh darn it, Carson!" Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about Carson Wentz, and, and there was somebody in particular who had very harsh words for for Mr. Wentz. Um, someone from the Indianapolis media, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But before we get to all that, as always, we want to thank you guys listening to us and supporting us here whether it's live on 106.5 fm wppm lp philadelphia every saturday at 10 a.m or wherever you get your podcast apple podcast stitcher radio TuneIn radio uh youtube music spotify spreaker let's do a search for the broad street line download us to your phone your computer your ipad your mp3 enabled device take us with you on the go or listen wherever you are 24 7 365 if you have an amazon alexa enabled device you can ask alexa to play the latest edition of the broad street line on spotify so again we are a very accessible podcast and please while you're doing all of that please give us a follow on the twitter machine uh chris is uh at skd215 mr stevens is uh cj writes and things did i get that right t-h-a-n-g-s Yep, and all you got to do is just look for me because you'll find Roy ready to escort me off the Twitter machine for something <laughs> I've said 
off color. So 100%. just so just so just look for Roy uh, asking me to leave at some point. You'll find almost almost did it twice this week. Almost did it twice this week. I held back though. I held back because I was I was feeling good. Um, you can find me um, at the BS line. So 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 Mr. Stevens, we always do the what are you going to be tweeting about this weekend? Um, this weekend in particular, for me, I will be tweeting about. Um, probably college football because that's probably how, how, how I'll get into it this week. Week one of college football, week zero was last week. Uh, Mr. Stevens, what will you be tweeting about this weekend? Actually, it's it's funny you ask. I will be uh, doing some college football reporting for HBCU nice. Game Day this particular week. Actually, the next two weekends. So you can find me at Delaware State University covering Delaware State. Boy, um, I will be writing a game story on both of those games in a Lincoln Central State next week, so I actually be up your way next week in uh okay. north northeastern Pennsylvania doing a little college football coverage. So I'll be doing that. I'll also likely be tweeting about the randomness that is. I think we might have lost Mr. Stevens there for a second. We'll let him get back, Mr. Domingo. I imagine you've already had the the forty nine ninety nine set aside for all out this weekend. Is that correct? No, I do not. I do not because oh. that is one of my it's one of my dilemmas in the net. Well, obviously, like I don't know, like I'm good. This is my this is my fur foray back into college. Like I don't know, like C CFB as the uh, kids would say. Yes. But I'm still on the fence because mm. I don't know if I want to give these bozos and I'll I'll just say collective bozos my forty nine ninety nine because after what <laughs> after I see Billy Gunn and mm-hmm. and um. The, the black Paul White in a feud in mm-hmm. the year 2021, late 2021. I really don't know if, like, I just, and I am not a principled person. I, like, do anything for my entertainment. But, but dang, man, I just, I can't get behind this operation. I can't fully, like, mm. maybe if, maybe if my favorite nerd, red bubble obsessed, video game playing NXT X NXT champion makes like, cause I still like, I thought cause I, cause I wasn't, I wasn't watching wrestling when CM Punk was at SP. Maybe if I was like, obviously if I was, I'd probably be into it, but I just wasn't. And like, I don't know, like I didn't watch, I, I, I followed on Twitter for five minutes, this, this Billy Gunn, Paul white thing, but I didn't turn on like, so obviously the rub, the CM Punk rub for me wore out after one week. So mm-hmm. does that does the Daniel the Brian Danielson rub last three weeks? I don't know. Like and and it's just I can't just I can't co-sign on on the dude that's running that shot because he really is just the 21st century Eric Bischoff. Just 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 and like when people are calling you a wrestling like 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 martyr, I'm like, come on, guys. Like I, I was trying to be because I was seeing like these stupid idiot video game fans these Madden people just screaming about how this is like the worst like you could have put a better game on the atari 2600 than like i don't know <laughs> like i i don't know at their at, at, at their peak who's worse video game fans or or just mark wrestling fans it, it really it really is a th- that would be like for me if that this would be Steve Blackman versus Shane McMahon circa 2000, and both of those guys fell off the uh, <laughs> fell off the Titan truck. All right, you got a, a lot, there's a lot to unpack here. Sorry, that was a, that was no. just ranting. No, that's fine. It's it's fine. And then this one, we'll save the wrestling stuff for for next week's show. But I will say this: if I had to pick between those two groups, uh, wrestling Mark wrestling fans are one thousand percent some of the worst people in the world. And like, oh I can't God, even, yes. It's not even not even close. Yes. So like like yes. video game fans, like they're fine or whatever, and they have their little quirks or whatever and well, whatever. But wrestling Mark fans, like you just, you just can't can't have an art. There's certain groups on the internet you just cannot argue with, or you should not argue with because you're just wasting your time. Mark, like wrestling marks are one and one A. Like you just can't deal with those. I, see, CJ, this I is a good. Agree. See, this is a good segue. Is who would you rather break bread with, Mark wrestling fans, or the eighteen people on Twitter that are still defending a guy who who just like I don't know, like I don't know, lost consciousness under a basket two months ago. Are there people still defending that man? There's a man. You know what? I don't put names okay. on because these Twitter people are just out of their mind. But those cookie people, namely Andrew <laughs> Quo, he's probably Asian, and I'm and, and and I am just just disappointed in that Asian. So like I don't know, like <laughs> to like say like he was a meat shield. 
for oh, Joel yeah, Embiid. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. All right, so like, so, so let's, yeah, let's... Well, yeah. Like, well, let's just talk about it because I because if anyone has been like, I don't know, just just real about it because like I, like there's no reason for people like me to be doing victory laps because we're all suffering right now because we have to listen to this nonsense every day, and I don't know like for the for the last remnants of the Simmons hive now they're just now they just have hives like i don't know what was it that like i don't know just took you off of the bandwagon was it the dunk did it happen before because i feel like now other than the other than the cookie folks they're like it's unequivocally like no one's buying the propaganda on like i don't know in the gym no one's buying like i don't know like people are just like me screaming when he posts pictures of sneakers or his dogs or his pole like I, I like I really. So what happened? Like I don't know. Was it the, was it the dunk or right, or, right. or the pass? Hold on, hold on. All right. So let's let's just let's frame this off yes. for everybody. For those who do not under know what's going on right now. So the current state of the situation, this current state of the union, I guess I should say, of the Sixers union. Ben Simmons, the uh, erstwhile Sixers point guard, is refusing reportedly refusing to come to training camp, um, according to Keith Pompey, um, according to many people. Um, excuse me, related to the situation, um, including Jeff Zilgit of USA Today Sports. The Sixers reportedly had to pick between Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, and because the quote unquote Simmons Embiid rift had been escalating. Now, let me stop there and let me just say there is no decision when you have to pick between Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, specifically because of everything that we saw. Well, a lot of there's a lot of things, but specifically or most recently because of what we saw against Atlanta in the entire series, most notably game seven, most notably in a two-point game, most notably when a certain point guard had the ball underneath the basket, you know, down two points and refused to dunk the ball. So I think, let me just start there, Chris, and let me and say, I think that's the point for a lot of people to say, even the most staunchest defenders to say, look, this dude's got to go. Mr. Stevens, let me ask you a question. When were you done with Ben Simmons? The dunk. Absolutely okay. the dunk. <laughs> like, literally, I'm sitting here, in my house, in my home in Wilmington, Delaware, you know, it's Father's Day. I'm, you know, a single bachelor, just minding my business, you know, wishing all my homies happy Father's Day, excited, thinking the Sixers are going to pull this off. It's like, okay, Atlanta, you know, you've had your fun. You know, you're a good team. It's the future. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll catch you next season. <sighs> this guy, <laughs> this this dude literally is under the basket like, I'm five foot ten, so I'm literally a foot shorter than Ben Simmons. I am not going to say what I can and cannot do underneath the National Basketball Association basket. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you what I would do if I was six foot ten, 230 pounds. I would dunk the ball. I would dunk the ball. <laughs> and that to me was the line of demarcation. I was like, and I was one of Ben Simmons' staunchest supporters. Like I literally was throwing parties when the man was hitting three pointers in um in training camp games for crying out loud. Like mm-hmm. I literally was like, He's turning the corner. He's shooting jumpers now. It is a brand new, it's a new day. Yes, it is. <laughs> and it was the same stuff in a different package. And I feel like Doc and Joel's comments after that game seven, while rather harsh, they're fair. Because if you if if you give a person so many chances, and Kyle Newbeck did a great article in the um, Philly Voice about this, which is probably one of the best things I've read in the last two or three months from anybody. Mm-hmm. Is that you know how many how many chances do you get? You know, as he, he likened it to the Simpsons monorail. Like you can sell the monorail anywhere else, you can't sell it in Philadelphia anymore right. because there's just nothing left to prove. I mean, Ben Simmons has shown he is who he is. He can say that he needs to be pushed. He can say that he withdrawals and all of that. I don't think there's anybody who understands him more than Joel Embiid because this was a dude who didn't play for two years Mm -hmm. and literally has been questioned about his conditioning, his, his, um, his body weight, you know, does he play too much? Does he troll too much? And he goes out and gives you almost 40 a game in the series and you can't even be bothered to get him 20 just to help. 10, 10, 10. You can't even no, bother to I, take I, shots. No, I think Chris makes a good point. I think, like, I don't know, like, I think it's some explanation on why Joel felt the need to, I don't even say defend Ben. I, I, I mean, like, if that was, if that was defense, that was like, that was like, I don't know, like, 
just pro bono, like, I don't know, first day out of law school, past the bar defense. Like, and of course, like, and, and, and Joel's not dumb. He knows exactly what he's tweeting. Like, and, and, and not, and don't think he didn't mean to put some dudes aren't built like that. So like, I, I mean, like, no, like, and I think like you said, Chris, out of all the people that would sympathize with Ben Simmons is like, I don't know, a guy who didn't play for two years, a guy who, like, I don't know, has been questioned about his desire or weight, da, da, da. but at the end of the day, I like, Embiid has put in the work and I, and no more than his teammates and the organization, I don't know if they can say that Ben Simmons is, has put in the same work. I'm sorry. Like, I, I mean, like, you can't tell me that a one percent, uh, uh, like one percentile, ninety ninth percentile athlete like Ben Simmons, because he is. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. physically, naturally talented, more than ninety nine percent of the population cannot improve in one aspect of of offense. Not even like all of them. Like, if, if he would have shot seventy three percent from the free throw line, we would we wouldn't be having this conversation. If he shot, never shot another corner three, never shot a crooked. Like I don't know, left three a three point shooter because is because like like I don't know. Ben Simmons defies science. Like I don't know, like those shots should not be going in. Like I don't know, he's probably a science guy. But I, I mean, like it's what it's these things where like not, just want just want. And me and Roy have talked about this forever. Is like the the goalpost moving is oh like oh I think Ben should like I don't know get a three year later. Oh I think maybe Ben should like I don't know just 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 get a mid range game. I know you're two and a half. It's like, oh, maybe if he doesn't shot better. It's like the goalposts are are have moved so much. I don't even know what like for me. I don't even know what a reasonable expectation is because the goalposts. But it for in the end for all this, it just feels that he hasn't owned a thing, not one, not one gosh darn thing. And that for me is the the most appalling <laughs> it really is like i mean just own something like own say i suck at free throw shooting or i or i'm scared to shoot just like but like there's no there's there hasn't i think we could say the same about carson Wentz. i was expecting both of these guys to have a come to jesus moment maybe carson did he's talking to wrong jesus but like i mean like like a, a come to jesus moment to say you know what i need to get better i need to change something about my, my, the person, the game, and ha- that hasn't happened, and it strive it drives me absolutely bonkers. All right, so again, sorry for the ranting today. I'm gonna, I'm you're, just you're, like, just rolling, you're rolling today, man. You're just no, rolling. because like, because no, when I saw like, and Roy knows, like, I have thought the last like, like everything that like Ben Simmons has done in the last two months, it doesn't it doesn't surprise. Like requesting a trade, like it's the same guy. Like he still hasn't felt accountable. So what would an unaccountable person do? I feel wronged by the organization. They threw me under the bus. I want to trade. I want to trade the three California teams. Oh no, I have no leverage. You know, trade me the twenty nine teams. Yeah. So so to that point again, for those who do not know the current situation, um, according to Chris Broussard, uh, Ben Simmons would now you know, uh, would now be, you know, he's uh, amenable to go to any of the other 29 teams. Do you think that's the, accurate? Do you NBA. think hold, he hold, just... Hold on for a second. Go to any of the other 29 teams in the NBA because after the original reports that he only wanted to go to California teams. Now, the reason is because Simmons Camp doesn't believe they've, quote, well, quote, unquote, used or developed him properly. Uh, do I think that that statement is accurate? No, because obviously he doesn't. There's certain teams he doesn't want to go to. Like if you asked him, if you gave him the truth serum, like would you ask him, yo, do you want to go to I don't know Cleveland? He'd probably tell you no. But I mean, I think I think the would he rather is, play anywhere else but Philadelphia? No. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, he don't want to be here no more. Like it's okay. clear he doesn't want to be here no more. I think he tried to play. I think he and and Team Rich Paul and Team Adele tried to play their way to California. I think that they, they, I think they don't understand how this how this, this works, which is crazy to me. Because again, we all understand how this works. Like you need to kind of understand the how leverage. What you works. need to be on like an upswing to demand it. Like, see, this is where I felt like he's so full of stuff. He like he like like he feels he thinks he has leverage, and, and this comes back to his team just I don't know not doing right by him by just getting like just gassing him up like I, I mean like 
you you read you read these reports like in in just exposés that have been done. His team feels like they haven't given him a fair shake. Whatever on earth that means. Like I don't know whether Joel Embiid should be shooting more threes or like he should not be in the paint as much. Like I don't know, but it's these it's this g- mental gymnastics that is just crazy. But it comes back to would this change even on another team? I don't think like he wants to go to a team where he could do his stuff, that, but and not and not do any of the stuff that makes him look bad. CJ, your your reaction to that? Here's the thing, and Chris is a hundred percent correct. You can put Ben Simmons around Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. You could put him around Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. You you can you can. Tailor the game of basketball, which is predicated on shooting and making shots <laughs> so you can score points. Mm-hmm. And if he if he refuses to do the thing that is absolutely the overall je ne sais quoi of basketball and he still refuses to do it, then whose fault is that but Ben Simmons? And it's disappointing because this could have worked out a lot differently, like Chris said. If he had just if he had just worked on the free throws for crying out loud, if he had just <laughs> become, if he had just become like a passable free throw shooter, like you have people that are literally just, you, you 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 extended Scott Brooks's co- coaching career by an extra week because he's got the bright idea. It was like, oh, okay, wait a minute, Ben still can't shoot free throws worth a dog on. Chop him on the arm. And it's like, you should be embarrassed. Like, I will say this about Shaquille O'Neal. And Hackershack, you know, was pretty much, you know, I mean, it, the name implies it. You know, we're going to foul Shaq. But Shaq tried hard, and he, and he even said himself, he made it when they count. Because I can remember there were times in that late Lakers stretch and in that early Miami stretch where he was shooting about 62 63% from the line. Considering that he was shooting about 49-50 in those early years, mm-hmm. you'll take that. Here's a guy that you can get to the line 56%. He makes 56%. If he ups that to 69, 70, 72, 73, we're probably sitting here talking about, gee, wow, the Sixers really gave the Clippers or Suns a fight in the final. We can run this back. No, we are sitting here talking about a guy who just refuses to take, again, to take, take accountability for himself, make any improvements that would help himself and the team, and he still wants people to kiss his rear end. And I don't think that's cool. It's just not. Uh, all right, all right. Let me, let me, let me. And again, it's probably the, the worst audience to do this with. But let me, let me possibly shoot Mr. Simmons some bail here. Okay, so Ben Simmons, Chris, you know, Mr. Domingo, you said that that Ben doesn't want to work on this game. Earlier this week, Charles Barkley was on ninety-seven five to Fanatic, and he said Philadelphia fans are upset with Ben Simmons more than anything because the man is scared. Like the man is just scared. that's true. What if? What if? Again, this is what we have. A, we have a different we have a guess here, though. What if this is a mental thing? All right. What if this is all a mental thing? What if this is Ben Simmons problem is mental? Maybe Because, again, like we see him with no shirt on in the gym to taking up jump shots. We see him, you know, working out with Rajon Ronda. What if this is a mental thing? What if what if the, the, and the key to all, unlocking all this is mental? Are we overreacting to this? Because, again, if he can figure if there's a, a mental fix for all this. I mean, it's not going to work here. Like that—that's that's separate. But are we mad at somebody, possibly because they have a mental, well, a mental block? I don't want to say a mental issue. Like a mental block. I think honestly, it wouldn't surprise me because I'm trying, and it just popped in my head. I'm, I'm going to go back to the early parts of the 20th century for baseball fans, and there was a guy on the St. Louis Cardinals by the name of Rick Ankiel who mm-hmm. was a can't miss pitcher. Like, you know, he was one of those early guys that had 99, 100 with some movement. Like, Rick Ankiel could throw a baseball like nobody's business. And one, one, like, I think around 99, 2000, he just lost it. Right. Like, like, he just had nothing, like, nothing he could pitch was over the plate. And they ended up converting him to an outfielder, and he still had a decent career. So, I don't, but there's the thing with basketball. You can't, you can't convert a pitcher to an outfielder in basketball. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just two totally different sports. I, and I, and I do think that Ben to some degree, because I mean, there's still the stuff with his family that, you know, you know, that, that made headlines that we don't want to discuss, but people, you can, you can Google the information and see that, you know, this was a traumatic, you know, last 18 months or so for Ben Simmons and his family. We'll just leave it at that. So that could be a part of it. 
But at the same time, it's just like you said, it's done here. Like you can you can hire a sports psychologist. You can put Joel and Ben and Doc in a room and have a come to Jesus or whatever. But it's just it's time to move on. And Ben is one of those guys where he his the talents that he has are going to afford him several opportunities to get it right. Right. Like he's he's a top five defensive player. You know, he's a top. I think it's fair to say a top five point guard. You know, there are many point guards better in the league at this point at, distrib- at distributing the ball and getting guys in position to make those shots. Those two things alone will get him an opportunity, get him countless opportunities across the league. It's just at this point that both sides have overplayed their hand. If you trade this dude for James Harden in January, then you don't even have this problem. But now, you know, the, 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 hay, the, the hay is in the barn and the horse has left the barn. Yeah. And right now, Maury doesn't Daryl Maury unfortunately doesn't have a leg to stand on, neither does Ben. So it's literally that Diddy meme from uh America's Got Talent. Everybody just staring at each other, <laughs> trying to figure out what happens from here. Yeah, and, and and the thing is, like it's it's not gonna get any easier, even though you know Joel Embiid um uh, tried to kind of uh kind of kind of kind of pacify everybody um earlier this week. Joel Embiid had, had a series of tweets earlier this week about the situation. Let me read a couple just to kind of give some background quote. Um, so Joel Embiid, quote, stop using my name to push people's agendas. I love and hate drama. I love playing with Ben. Stats don't lie. He's an amazing player, and we all didn't get the job done. It's on me personally. I hope everyone is back because we know we're good enough to win. Let me stop right there for a second. One, this is what leaders do, okay? If you're a leader and if you're a superstar or a star or whatever like that, and your team doesn't win, again, as Chris, as you said before, like just take accountability for your actions. Say you messed up. Joel Embiid, he didn't mess up, but he took accountability for it anyway. So, A, this is what leaders do. B, he can say he loves playing with Ben. He's an amazing player. He wants to play back. He wants to run it back. That's a lie. We all know. <laughs> like, like, like CJ, you just said it. The horse is out the barn. Doc don't want him back. Joe don't want him back. Why don't was want it him necessary back. for him to take these bullets? Because like, he's, he's, he's the It wasn't no, necessary, no, but he's no, the lead. he took no, them because he's the leader. Like, this is like Shine taking the rap for Diddy. <laughs> he shouldn't have. This is no, like, I mean, like, God bless Joel Embiid, man. But he, he, sorry, I am just fired up. Like, I'm, I'm in a good mood, too. Like, I, I mean, like, I cannot, oh, like, like, I admire, no, I think I admire the spirit of it, but the reasoning is, like, I, I mean, like, I understand he's trying to kind of pacify everyone, but what has Ben Simmons, like, and, I like. I mean, there is nothing to say that there are like. I mean, because I I would love to hear like. I can't wait to hear if this happens. What Ben Simmons has to say, like, because you know, I would say Rachel Nichols got the interview, but that was six months ago. Like, I don't know. Well, like when Malika Andrews interviews Ben Simmons, because it will happen. Like, it probably will happen during like a Christmas game. Like, I don't know the halftime. Like, I don't know when everyone's getting their stuffing. Like that. Like. Like I don't, she's gonna ask him, Ben. Why? Wh- why do you think it didn't work out in Philly? What do you think he would say? Would you think he would be as diplomatic as as Joel Embiid? You, he, I don't think he would. Like, I, like this is where like the one sided friendship thing happens. Where like Joel is trying to be a leader and trying, but has what has Ben Simmons earned? Does what has Ben Simmons done to earn that loyalty? Not much. Okay. Um, <laughs> What would Ben say? That's a very good question. Like I, I see. That's the thing, Ben. But Ben's never given you anything in any interview ever. So like, I imagine he would just give you like this stock polished answer. No, no. Like, like Ben but, Simmons is just a very polished right. like persona. Like right. I don't know. Like you never see. Like I mean, like with, like you just look at him. The dude is a marketing person's dream. Like I mean, go look at six ten foreign dude. Like and, and like he's very very too with his brand mm-hmm. and like i don't know all this stuff but at some point your brand like and me and roy have discussed this forever it's like do you want your brand to like like take off like like and you want to like he, he's always been like wanting to be like this thing bigger than basketball but don't you need to be good at basketball to be bigger than basketball like <laughs> to like reach that point well here's here's the thing and, and and cj i'll turn it over to you after i say this look like you said like he's a 610 you know, he's again, he's a very he's an extraordinary defender. He's very good at distributing the ball. 
He's you know a millionaire beyond comprehension. Like we saw, his house is literally on YouTube. Like it's bought a new house because bought because, a, because, a because house. everyone knows now because has, he does you know, all his posts. Has has a famous girlfriend. You know has has had a lot of famous girlfriends. You know is friends with LeBron James. I mean CJ, like that's kind of like the life. Like that's not a bad life. So like, is it maybe are we at a point with Ben Simmons where he's just happy where he is? I'll be honest with you. If if I could if I if I had LeBron James's cell phone. In my contact low, if I could go to the French Open and watch Naomi Osaka, Coco Golf, or you know Sloan Stevens with any ten that I could, right? I don't think I'd be too worried about three pointers and free throws either. <laughs> exactly. No. No. I, I no. But no. And I think that's where that's where I like that's where the like what what Barkley said about like. I don't think it's scared. It's just he's, he's not no, he's willing. Scared. No, he's scared. No, oh, oh, no he's scared. No, he's scared. To, like no, like, and it comes back to, like, he's scared to look bad. Yes. Like, I, I mean, like, with like the whole like, I, but I come back to, your your peers were behind you, clowning you at the All Star game for that crooked ass looking free three pointer. Like, like, <laughs> haven't you like, aren't you like, isn't he embarrassed? Like, or or like, th- does he just not want to do? the things that will embarrass him. Like, it, it comes back to, like, if I just did my thing, if I just drove, if I just penetrated and kicked out to J.J. Redick and, like, in game 60 where it doesn't matter. Like, I, like or if, if you – no, and, and I've always said he, – he looks at Giannis where it's like, yo, if you give me Giannis' team, I'm like, dude, Giannis ain't scared. And, and, and I think Barkley said this. And, and Giannis is just – he is beyond embarrassment. Because obviously, like he doesn't care if he gets clowned, doesn't care if people meme him for like taking that deep breath before free throw. He doesn't care. Like, and I think that's where the the mental emotional thing where he needs he needs to stop caring. And until yeah. he stops caring, and until he keeps caring, this won't this won't change. And just to kind of you know put a capper on it, if I may, mm-hmm. um, there is a great quote. That was once written by one of my favorite authors, Toni Morrison. If you want to fly, you got to give up the stuff that weighs you down. And for Ben, I don't know what it is that's weighing him down that doesn't let him, you know, really pursue greatness on the basketball court. And I'm not saying he's not a, he doesn't have the potential to be a great basketball player. He does. Mm-hmm. He absolutely does. He has the physical gifts. He has some of the qualities that you would want in a top 10 or 15 or 20 player, but there's something along the line that he's not telling us and something more importantly that he hasn't told himself. So bingo. Once, so once, no, the, and, Oh no, sorry, Chris. And that's like, this isn't just a one year thing. This has been going on since LSU. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not like he hasn't had the appropriate amount of time to handle this. I mean, this is going on for half a decade. So, so I, I mean, like you said, like, I don't know, that's, that's a, that's a barrier that he has to get through himself. There's, there's, there's not enough, like, or, or maybe if he just shot five million jump shots and that removed like the weight, like, but no one knows, and no one will, and no one knows really what's going on into like other than Ben Simmons. You referenced a quote earlier, and I, and I'll read the quote, and this is from uh, one of my favorite is built like that, and again, I think that's the key. Okay, Ben Simmons. See, 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 that's that subliminal thing that, like, I don't know, like, like that he just ain't, dropped. Ain't subliminal. That ain't, no, no, that ain't, that ain't a sub. That ain't a sub. That ain't a sub. That ain't a sub. That's a direct shot. That's a direct shot. But is that just him just saying, yo, I've defended you all these years, but GTFOH. Like, no, I, I mean, like, so obviously after that, if Ben Simmons is getting in his super bag, if he got thrown under the bus, after just completely just melting down. What do you think he saw when he saw that? You probably saw that that stupid photographer say, oh man, like, I don't know, like, oh man, look at that shot. Like, oh man, you, <laughs> uh, oh man, you can't be taking that. You can't be, uh, I guarantee you, they use the D word, disrespected. It's probably like, Joel disrespected you, man. No, that that bridge is already like I don't think I don't think Joel tweets that if the bridge isn't burned like it's over. Like, oh, yeah, it like, burned. It, yeah, like the it, bridge is like, it, the bridge is burned. It, no, it burned June twentieth at eleven forty five. Like no, and I think this comes back to what the plan like the plan after that was is 
in retrospect, do you think the Sixers did the right thing by waiting? And it seems like they're still waiting. Like, I, I mean, because now they're really – before, we're like, oh, man, I'd never settle for Tyrese Halliburton. It's like, can we get Tyrese – now it's like, can we get Tyrese Halliburton? It's like, oh, my God, we could have had Tyrese Halliburton 60 days ago. Like, And, and now we're seeing – you might get CJ McCollum. You could have had CJ McCollum before Fourth of July. What's the, like, so what's is, the difference between getting CJ McCollum then and getting CJ McCollum now? It's still CJ McCollum. Still not. Still not got the got the guy you want. No, but like I don't know. Like, do you think you could have like? Do you think waiting has impacted a non-Damian Lillard trade package? Because you were not. Dan was never coming here. It, it well, I'll say this: the waiting. The only I think the only trade packages it, it really a, a affected were those ones that involved those draft picks, like the, the ones that either involved the, the Warriors, you know, seven and fourteen, and Andrew Wiggins. The packages I didn't even want. So yeah, did it impact those trade packages? Sure, but then it impact trade packages <laughs> that, that I'm more inclined to take the Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, T.J. McCollum type deals. I don't think so. I don't think I don't think I don't think the math on those would change that much. I just hope I just hope Sixers fan wants some Buddy Heald YouTube, some Tyrese. Ha- no, like that's where I think, and it comes. And I think the next question is, what's the preferred package at this point? Do you just want to? Do you want a, a young player? Do you want a borderline all? You ain't getting an all star. <laughs> it's no, all- no, no. But but before we get to that, I do want to ask a question, C- CJ. Let me ask you because again, you're also a longtime Philly fan, and and again, there was some discussion this week that maybe us as Philadelphia fans had something to do with this. Maybe it was on the onus was on us to kind of not be as negative as we can be in this city. Um, that's what people, that's what some people took out of Joel Embiid's tweet where he said, you know, Philly fans, you got to do better. He was talking about when he got booed when he first got here. Um, is, is, is there some of the, is some of the onus on Philadelphia fans to, to, to not be as negative to, to, are, are we, I don't want to say part of the problem here, but are we part of the, the issue here with Ben Simmons and maybe negative performances by our athletes? I've struggled with this ever since Joel made that tweet because I've been a Philadelphia sports fan since 1985. You know, my first experience was, you know, with fat Charles Barkley, you know, mm-hmm. you know, Mike Schmidt, you know, at the end of his career playing first base, you know, those type of things. I've been, I've been a Philadelphia sports fan for a long time. And if there's one thing that I know is that this, this city doesn't tolerate half step and you can tolerate, you cannot tolerate half stepping, but at the same time, you have to be willing to give some guys grace. Like there are some guys in the in the pantheon of Philly sports, like you know, guys like, hmm, like maybe maybe like Roy Oswald, maybe like you know Yamir Yager, and guys who kind of got you know unfairly labeled as you know lazy and all of that because Philly sports fans expected way too much because. We are so obsessed to start with titles and, you know, success in the city. And I think that comes from Philadelphia having sort of like an inferiority complex because we are not New York. We're not D.C. We're not Chicago. We're not Los Angeles. You know, we're Philly. Mm-hmm. And that can lead to some raw feelings. And if you feel like the athletes that represent your city don't fully represent your city, then you are going to have a problem with them. But at the same time, we got to remember that these guys, you know, they put their draws on one time, one leg at a time, like the rest of us. They bleed red, like the rest of us. And I'm not excusing Ben Simmons at all. Like you know, his his laissez-faire attitude pretty much did him in in this city. But at the same time, I can see why because you know between some of the foolishness that goes on on the radio, some of the foolishness that goes on, you know, in these columns and stuff, it can be very frustrating for an athlete to read. So, and as far as yeah, the fans, we do have to be better. We don't have to. We don't. We don't. Have, we don't have to. You know show up on their front doors with, you know, like bunt cakes and, you know, and, and flowers and all of that stuff. But we could just be a little better. But it's, it's, I don't think Philly fans are that unreasonable. I mean, there are some that go over the edge, but I don't think we're that unreasonable as a whole. Yeah, I think, I think by and large, and again, it's, it sounds weird to say, I think by and large Philadelphia fans are reasonable. And again, we want our athletes to be great. Because again, you saw, we all saw how bad Ben Simmons was, you know, shooting free throws and, you know, and get to the Hawks. But then again, you got a whole crowd of people, again, you know, like, you know, pantomiming, shooting free throws and cheering when he makes free throws. Like we want him, Ben Simmons to be great. I think the problem with the Ben Simmons thing is A, he's scared. B, and again, we mentioned it before, he doesn't own it. Because again, if you own it in the city, that goes a long way. 
because again, we're used to being nothing for nothing. We're kind of used to losing. And again, like if if the athlete yes! comes out again, losing doesn't is- bother us. Like no, and, and <laughs> this is where sorry, this is another topic that gets my horns up. This city made Mike Scott a legend. Mm-hmm. Mike Scott, there was a high for him. There ain't no high. There ain't no Mike Scott high in DC. Like my motto for Philly sports is too much. It is it is given a lot is received. Like I, I mean, like we like. We made Travis Travis stinking Fulgham look like make feel like Jerry Rice for a month. Come on, like I, not, I mean, like like that, like that's where I don't like I don't know. Are there knuckleheads? Yes, there's a lot of knuckle Philly knuckle. Like, is it is it any worse than L.A.? Like, no, I don't think so. I, I mean, just louder. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think other cities. I don't think LA cares as much. So I think. I mean, I don't want to say we're worse than LA, but we're, we're like you said, we're louder than LA. No, but I um, think the passion to like I don't know, like the passion to like I don't know knucklehead ratio. I think like I don't know, like and like, do you want to do you want to play in, in a sports town where like nobody gives crap? Like I mean, like that's where I hear these dudes say, "Yo, man." Some and I, it comes back to what a lot of people say. Some dudes just aren't built for Philly. Period. Not Philly. Not, just not, period. Like I, I mean, like yeah. like maybe Ben just wants to pay in Portland. We're like, like I don't know. Like people just smoke their weed and not and not, don't care about what like what he does. But if you ask Joel Embiid or like not even then like Dawkins or even a guy like Jalen Hurts, like I, I mean, like these athletes feed off that. Like and, and like I don't know, like. I mean, Matt Stairs is an icon here. That's freaking Stairs. Or Jeff Jenkins. You think these guys are icons in, in Milwaukee? They're not. Oh, like, no, like no. that's why, like, like that. that's why these athletes, I mean, most of them, I think, like playing here because they're, people are into them. But like you said, not everybody's built for this. And, and again, that's kind of where I land on this. And again, yes, just, no, I know. I think like that this is our Hardy Boys ex- experience. Is like, I, I think when we write the Ben Simmons story, like uh, that will be on Lifetime movies, is like, I don't know, like <laughs> in the end, they're like, like when they have, like, I don't know, like, like Roy and like the James Earl Jones voice saying Ben Simmons was just not built for this. And they'll, and, and they'll take that MB tweet and, and like, because really, like, isn't that, just the perfect summarization of all this. He just wasn't built for this. Yeah, and, that, and that's where I kind of fall in the whole fan thing. It's like, and again, like it's maybe I'm maybe I'm just hardened after forty years of not winning a lot. But it's like I'm at a point where it's like, you know, we want pe- I want people in this town to represent my city who are built for this city. You can take this city. You can take the highs. You can take the lows. You can take yes. everything in between. And if you don't like it, then get out. Now I know that sounds <laughs> weird. I know, it's not, I know, oh. I know, I know it sounds like standoffish. Oh. But that's kind of where I am. You and just like, really I, I, like you for, for like ten seconds. You went like get off my lawn. I'm no, impressed. It's like no, it's like I don't think I'm. I don't. I don't. I don't want to. I don't apologize for that because that's how I feel. It's like look. It's like yo, are you? Are you? Are you? Are, can you deal with this? Because if you can't, then you know what? Maybe you're not tough enough for the city. Because again, like this city needs a certain brand of people who, again, who can deal with all the stuff that you know. Deal with walking into a Wawa getting yelled at because again, you shot five for twenty the night before. Like, because again, like you're gonna have those nights, but then again, you have guys like you said, like you know the 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 Jeff Jenkins, the Aaron Rowans, who never have to pay for beers again in this town. You know, Mike Scott, the Mike Scott. All right, so let me let's let's, let's let's put a bow. Let's put a bow in all this. Let's put a bow in all this stuff. I ask both of you, CJ. Let me start with you. Are you just at the point where you'll just take sixty-five cents on the dollar for Ben Simmons, and, and we're good with that? Are you okay with that? Got to. At this point, if it's if it's a Halliburton, if it's a Heald. I'm be honest with you. I would have gave my right arm for Aaron Fox, De'Aaron Fox, and I'm right-handed. So, <laughs> but 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 you're not going to get De'Aaron Fox. So right. if it's if it's Tyrese Halliburton, if it's C.J. McCollum, if it's draft picks, got to get what you can get at this point because there's no coming back from this. Right. And and, and Mr. Domingo, the same for you. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Like, but I think, I, but I think how I guess I guess the question is, how do you want your sixty-five cents? Do you want it in a form of like? Some unprotected draft picks, like, or, 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 or do you want one star to have, like, a tire? Oh my God, we've talked ourselves into Tyrese Halliburton for God's sake. No, <laughs> no, I, I mean, like, no, but like, how do you, like, do you want to swing for that star again? Because if you get to McCollum, you ain't, sw- you're, you're a double. You like, you ain't swinging for Jack. 
Like, I, I mean, like, like, do you want to live to play another round of get the superstar? And I uh, yes. think, yes, like, so a mixture of Tyrese Halliburton and some, and like, Tyrese Halliburton, Harrison Barnes, and two ones. No, 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 I don't want Harrison Barnes. Give me Buddy okay. Hill, give me Tyrese Halliburton, and give me two ones. Because those two ones are like Bitcoin. You can trade those ones, you can trade that Bitcoin to somebody else who might think it's something special, and then you can might, then you might be able to get a star. You might have to package some other stuff to get into that. But, again, I don't want just regular players. If you, if you give me Tyrese, let's just say it's three players. Let's say it's Halliburton, Heald, and Barnes. Let's just say it's just those three. Just for the, just for the, the, you can't do anything with that. You ain't going to win a title no. with that. You can't flip those dudes to get a guy to win a title with that. So you're just stuck. Harrison Barnes is the opposite of Bitcoin. Yeah. No, you give me picks. Give me something and another team might say, hey, you know what? I really want these Kings picks because maybe I can flip these Kings picks into something bigger than the star I got. I got a disgruntled star on my team. Maybe I want to trade them. So that's the deal I would do. I I think that's the deal that makes the most sense for, for all involved. All right, we have about 13-ish minutes left. We do want to talk some Eagles. We'll talk some NFL. Eagles have finally finalized their 53-man roster. Notable cuts. Again, the um, the Jerry Rice of, of October last year, one Travis Fulgham, um, did not make the 53, although he no, was No, Travis back. Fulgham for me is the epitome of Philly fans just gassing someone up unnecessarily. Like, he Travis led the Fulgham, team in receiving last year. I mean, they stunk, Travis Fulgham doesn't but... get gassed up after two games. Like, so, <laughs> no, and – People need to stop it with the fans. Fans, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Fans ran some X play out of town. No, that, in the history of fandom, that has never happened. People say it happens here all the time. I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to it, but maybe, maybe, look, I don't, I mean, again, like, I think players kind of, kind of run their course in, in their towns or like Carson Wentz ran his course. I mean, you know, Allen Iverson ran his course. I mean, I think these guys, some of these guys ran their course in these towns. I don't, I don't think guys run, run, are run out of towns by the fan. Like, I don't think anybody's sitting there listening to WIP and saying, you know what? I can't play here anymore. Cause that, that to me sounds a little weird, but. None of these players listen to WIP. Who's listening to those old white men? The Joel Embiid retweeted some like this clip from some one of those callers. I forget who it was. I'm, again, these guys. These he guys wouldn't know. <laughs> he wouldn't know Sean. He wouldn't know John Marks from like I don't know Little John. Come on, like no, like like that, like no, like they only. I'm fired up today, guys. I'm yeah, sorry. I, know, I know, I know, I know. That's what I'm, like, I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep the train on the track, but okay. the most entertaining moments are when the train goes off the track. So it's like, all right, well, maybe just let the train go off a little bit and then, then pick it up and, and go back. All okay. right. Um, we got to talk about this Gardner Minshew, and I'm, I'm going to ask you, uh, Mr. Stevens. Uh, Gardner Minshew is in. Nick Mullins is out. Gardner Minshew, quite frankly, is better than Joe Flacco. That's a, another question for another day. Um, people were trying to say that this is, you know, a, a referendum on the Eagles not having faith in Jalen Hurts as their number one quarterback. I think anybody reasonable thinks that this is just a referendum on the fact that the Eagles back quarterback stunk. But you are not an Eagles fan, so you have a pretty good perspective on this. Let me ask you, what do you think of the Gardner Minshew move? It looks fair to me because I, I my first experience with Joe Flacco was 2007 when he was at UD cutting up my Delaware State University Hornets in the first round of one AA playoffs. And I thought, yes, this is a pro quarterback. Mm-hmm. That was 13 years ago. Joe's won a Super Bowl. He's, he's, he's passed for a lot of yards. He's had a nice career. But – it's time for him to go home and be a family man. And Gardner Minshew, fairly young, you know, he's got, you know, a little more gone for him. It just wasn't his fault that the Jaguars felt that Trevor Lawrence, and probably rightfully so that Trevor Lawrence could be a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. So you just, you just, it's an insurance policy. It's not a referendum on Jalen Hurts. It's not the saying that, oh my God, we don't have any faith in Jalen Hurts. Because if you didn't have any faith in Jalen Hurts, you should have drafted Justin Fields. That's another story for another day. But I, I feel I feel like, you know, people are overblowing it. It's just an insurance policy because wasn't Nick Foles an insurance policy at one point in time? Absolutely, absolutely right. And, and again, speaking of insurance policies, it looked like the Patriots had a decent one in Cameron J. Newton, but he was released this week because the Patriots had decided to go with their first round pick one Mac Jones as a starter. And again, by the uh, way, do you yeah. know, um, do you know Mac Jones's real name is Mike Jones? Mike and Jones. It's, it's, it, oh. like, like it's Mike McCorkle. Someone like, I don't, well, I know they're not very urban in Foxborough, but anyone with smart would just say Mike Jones, not Mac yeah, no, Jones, no, no. or, or yeah. just like, I don't know. Definitely don't call him McCorkle. No, no, no. I, I, I would, I would definitely go. I would definitely go with Mike Jones. But uh, CJ, let me, let me ask you again. Were you surprised by the Cam Newton release by the Patriots this week? No, 
I wasn't because Mr. Jones, 281-330-8004, actually, actually played really well. And from what I saw from, you know, the Patriots this uh, preseason and the elephant in the room or the needle in the room, if you prefer, is Mr. Newton's, uh, shall we say, refusal to uh, properly uh, vaccinate himself from the uh, Roni that is going around. And I think I think Chris is. Oh uh, uh, no! I'll yeah. I'll yeah. step in. Um, no, like I don't know, like they always go for like I don't know. Just history just tells you, like I don't know, like I think I think people were were just not sold on Mac Jones. Like I, even though I think people could agree, there there could have been a better situation for him to go to. Right. Bill Bill knows how to protect the young quarterback. He's only done it. Like, I don't know, like with Brady and even Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I mean, like that's where and and this team just the, the infrastructure is there for a young quarterback to succeed. Do they have uh do they have Randy Moss? No, they got Kendrick Bourne and they got Nelly. Yeah, Nelly. But you know yeah. what they do? They got an elite offensive line, they got an OC that's pretty creative, and they got a running game, and more importantly, they got a defense that's gonna tell him. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be like the Brady blueprint. Oh, one Brady, be like, yo, like make a couple plays, keep us in the game, and if a game is 10-10 in the fourth or 17-13 in the fourth, I'm taking Bill to win that game. And and that people aren't talking about that defense, man. And they were missing Dante Howard Hightower last year. He's like one of the best, like I don't know, defensive players in the league. And they got Matt Judon. So I'm not like. And if people are ready to give that division to the Bills, I think the Bills are the favorite. But I'm not, I'm not pouring, I'm not putting him, I'm not putting Bill in that casket just yet, man. I'm putting him in the casket. The Bills, they're not going to do that. But they're not going to win that division. But let me say this though: in defense of Bill and in defense of anybody, any other team in the situation, if your young bull quarterback is ready and you have the pieces around him so that he doesn't get sacked 87 times, um, like a like a you know like a David Carr and things like that. Let him go. Let the let the let him fly. You gotta let the Pelican fly. Let Matt Jones or let Mike Jones. We gotta call him Mike. We, we had he has to call him Mike. But, to. No, no, because I I googled this like like because I because I wondered what because I knew his middle name was McCorkle. God, South. No, I, I, and I'm like, what on earth is his real name? And I saw it was Michael McCorkle Jones. I'm like. You are missing out on a lot of great content. Yeah, no, he like he. Wait, did you see the way he walked walked from the the, the, the green room to get that hat? Yes. Like, he he has no suburban. idea. He has Anti no idea Mark about Jones. that content. He has no idea about that content. But let me say this though: Mac Jones and Mac Jones is fine. He's not gonna get sacked seventy five times and start him. Same with Justin Fields. Same with Trey. Uh, Lance. No, same with all no, the dudes. Like, no, I think with Justin if Fields is if they're do ready. you want him to like be David Carr? Because that offense sucks. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if the offensive line is fine, like, again, if the offensive line is fine and you have actually, like, halfway decent skill positions around these dudes, start these dudes. Don't wait. There's no, there's no point you, in waiting no, for these dudes. It, maybe we'll talk about this in our next one. But with, it, it, if you were Matt Nagy or the Bears regime and, 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 and CJ, this to you, would you start Justin Fields week one? I would. I've seen enough of Andy Dalton to say that this isn't a guy like I get that Justin Fields is the future and you want to protect the future as much as possible. But you have to remember that the NFL career as we know it isn't what it used to be. Like you can't like like the Packers really lucked out sitting Aaron Rodgers for five years or, or no three years. Excuse me. But you can't sit a guy like Justin Fields and expect him to not make waves when he's absolutely so much better than Andy Dalton. And if you're, if you're a Bears team, that's literally a quarterback away from winning a division. Why wouldn't you start the quarterback that gives you the best chance? And I don't think Andy Dalton is going to give them that chance. You got to start Justin Fields. Uh, but I'm going to say this though. I saw Justin Fields get his hand knocked off in that preseason game. And if I'm Matt Nagy, I'm I'm having second and third thoughts about But that. if you're Matt Nagy <laughs> and, and you're trying to save your job, but I don't know if this, like, do you not play Justin Fields just to preserve the length of your job? Like, like it's a very, like, I don't know, yeah. crazy thing. And all I know about not playing Justin Fields is, you know who their starting left tackle is? A guy who might be older than me. That's right, man. Bodyguard himself. Jason Peters. 
Yeah. No, like, look, the, for the, the best quarterback on your roster. You bring Jason Peters. <laughs> I didn't know that. On your, the best quarterback on our roster is Justin Fields. Like, I think we can all agree on that. Oh. Now, again, like, do you want Justin Fields to, to kind of, like, start seeing ghosts by week seven? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you don't. So, I get it. But but before that, Mac Jones is a starter in, in New England. So, now Cam Newton has to take his hieroglyphics elsewhere. There's some thoughts that he could go to maybe Carolina. He's not going to go to Washington, according to Ron Rivera. Could go to maybe a place like, I don't know, let's say Indianapolis. But, again, that would mean Indianapolis would have two unvaccinated quarterbacks on their roster, and I don't think they want that. Um, speaking of the one on their roster, our Carson Wentz, again, came out this week. He continues to do the science. Um, but I think we are how many months in? Nine months into distribution of the vaccine. Carson Wentz still doing the science on the vaccine for him and his family. He keeps saying it's a personal decision. When you, the quarterback who is unvaccinated, is around somebody else who tests positive for COVID-19, you can't be around anybody for five days. You are the starting quarterback. So if you were around somebody who tests positive on Wednesday, you can't play that Sunday. That's not a personal decision. That affects your entire team. Mr. Stevens, am I wrong on this? Nope. And here's the thing. The NFL knew what they were doing when they said that they were going to start, you know, canceling games and canceling checks. Because if there's one thing that will start a ruckus, it's missing money. And the first time that a team misses a game, not even forget losing, because, I mean, obviously we play to win the game, shout out Herman Edwards. But if you're losing money on top of losing the game, there's going to be some hands thrown. And if, if, if it's because one person believes that, you can cure diabetes with elderberry and kale and flaxseed <laughs> oil and all of that nonsense, but won't take a vaccine. There's going to be some problems. So, and the one person that we can count on to keep Carson Wentz accountable in Indianapolis is Greg Doyle, Greg Doyle of the Indianapolis star. Like he does, Carson don't want to smoke with Greg Doyle because Doyle does Doyle never came to play, never came to play. So he's, he's one of the few journalists that just does not care. So, Wentz can play around with that fire if he wants to. Forget his teammates. He doesn't want Doyle on his behind. No, nah, no. Nah, Greg Doyle, for those who don't know, Greg Doyle went full no Vaseline on, on Carson Wentz earlier this week in, in the Indy Star. Um, Mr. Domingo, before we get out of here, do you have any thoughts about um, the former quarterback here at, at, at with the Philadelphia Eagles? I'm just glad he's not our quarterback. But uh, no, imagine I, if he I was think... still here. That'd be so wild, man. No. Oh, my <laughs> God, no. Could you imagine having to talk about this and Ben Simmons? Oh, I, oh, oh. Yeah, no, I could I could not imagine. It wouldn't be the most Philadelphia thing for him to still be here. That's why I'm kind of surprised that he's not here because it would it would light the city on fire. No, I think the bigger issue with the Colts is the entire team is like the the majority of the team is is is, is because that's where the I think the 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 issue is is Wentz isn't being held accountable because all the other good players are this way. Quentin Nelson, Darius Leonard, he signed a ninety nine million dollar extension, and he's like. Yo, like I, I'm, I'm still trying to read up on the long-term effects in between, like doing my linebacker reads. Like, no, I, I mean, this is crazy, and and this is where, and kudos to teams like the Buccaneers. Look, like this is where, like, if you want a Super Bowl, you mm-hmm. know the importance of competitive advantage. That's why Bruce Aarons wasn't playing. He had that beret on, and in, in his with his expletive saying, "We all getting this vaccine, right?" And and, and like. And of course, Miss Number Twelve was like, "We're getting this vaccine, guys." No, look again. It's an overused cliche, but again, it stands to reason that the best ability is really availability. And teams like the Bucks know that it's a competitive advantage to have players available as much as possible. And even that terrible coach down in Jacksonville who's going to be home with his family in a couple of years, Urban Meyer, he even said, "Like, look, man, like, look, listen." Like, it was a factor in figuring out which of these 53 dudes were going to be here on this team. Because, quite frankly, I got to have dudes I can count on as much as possible every Sunday. It matters, all right? And so when you have a team like the Colts, who are just a bunch of knuckleheads, who are still doing the science, it's going to burn them. Now, like, look, I'll say this. They will not miss a game because the NFL will bend over backwards and make sure all these games are played, especially with 17 games this year. We saw Kendall Hinton as a quarterback last year for the Broncos. They will play these games. But, again, if you're the Colts, and again, you have no idea whether your quarterback is going to be there every every every, uh, every Sunday. That's wild to me, man. I don't understand why these quarterbacks aren't getting taken to the woodshed. Uh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Like that for me is the million-dollar question is 
And I think this is where I think the NBA is going to be interesting is will, because the quarterback is the most important position in football. And will, how will the, how will fans and or reporters treat NBA players who aren't vaccinated? That's a, I mean, that's an, that's interesting to me. No, it, it is. And we got to get out of here. Um, Mr. Stevens, 15 seconds. Please let everybody know how they can find you on the internets. Twitter, CJ writes and things, C-J-W-R-I-T-E-S, the letter N-T-H-A-N-G-S. Thank you, my friend. All right, thank you again for joining us again. You'll be back with us next week. We're about to record that show right now. Thank you guys, as always, for listening to us, 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. Until next week, we're out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage is not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. Life gets more magical when you dream. So dream of a Disney cruise filled with magic and wonder. <laughs> Hiya, pal! Sail from Florida to Disney's private island paradise and get ready for a dream come true with Disney Cruise Line.